Hey, it's Last Name Good here. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Lander. That's Lander.com, L-A-N-D-R.com. They do audio mastering, but not in a way that you're really expecting. Uh, mastering makes your music sounds polished and professional. You need it, you know, if you want to compete in, in the arena, the big arena of music. So uh, using an engineer, you know, it can cost anywhere between 150 bucks to 10000 a song, honestly. But Lander Audio has made an algorithm that does the same thing for a fraction of the cost. Actually, about $4 a month is where it's starting at. So it's the fastest, the cheapest, best option on the market. And they make your music sound accessible to everyone it works by using artificial intelligence to analyze your track and then it performs the same process and steps as a real engineer would use so you can try it for free and to be a supporter of the straight out the den podcast so here's how you can do it uh, go to join.lander.com so that's join.landr.com slash s-o-d-d you go in there, you're going to get two free waves of your master. If you want to know what it really sounds like, check out this audio clip and let me know your thoughts. Now, what you're hearing right now is an unmastered track compared to a, a professional master track. Mastering in the final boost and polishing music needs to sound radio ready. Usually, you know, like I said, mastering can cost anywhere between 150 bucks to... 10,000 per song depending on the engineer of course but what you've just heard right now is mastered by lander using the artificial intelligence and all you have to do is go to lander.com once again use my promo code join.lander.com slash s-o-d-d you're going to go there try mastering your own music for free today join.lander.com slash s-o-d-d lander is l-a-n dr we greatly appreciate it and look you're not just doing me a favor and i'm not the only person that vouched for it disney warner music nas everyone's favorite mc at some point and a ton of others but i personally use it and i personally vouch for it so once again to be a supporter of the straight out the damn podcast go to join that lander that's l-a-n-d-r dot com slash s-o-d-d Hey, what's going on, people? It's Last Name Good of the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. Um, okay, so today, I know you guys are used to me saying a very special episode, but uh, this is a special episode, like for real, for real, it's a special episode. Uh, this guy has been on the podcast, I don't know how many times we can't count, I don't, maybe four, maybe something, something like Four-ish, maybe five. Four-ish. Um, quite a lot, I'll say. And... Um, this time around, we're, we're going to talk about some different things. Um, and, and for y'all that don't know, Typical Div is on the podcast. This is the first time you've been on the podcast is Typical Div, though, right? That's, this is, this is, okay. yeah, so, this is, this is lit. Yeah, this is number one for Typical Div. Number four overall for, I don't, you know, Div the brand, but but now it's, it's something different. And um, I don't, what happened, man? Like, you brought coffee in here, and now I, I didn't see it anymore. Did you, did the coffee disappear? Coffee disappeared, and now we, we have coffee again. So Div walked in, and there was a bag, a package on, on the table that says, typical Div, say no more, no, say no cream, home roasted coffee. Is that what it is? That's what we're calling it right That's now. That's the thing, man. Typical Div, say no cream, home roasted coffee, man. And th this is ground, man. I, I feel it. 
Now, is this is this for sale? These are the promo packs. These are the okay. initial joints. So, you know, very special people. We still okay. doing like product placement. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I don't, I don't. This is not my. Is this mine? Oh man, straight out the thing gets that. This, this is mine, that. man. You can have that. Yeah. Oh Every, word. Everybody that's, need a pack of coffee at the crib. Oh man, that's, you can have that's, for company. That's that's dope, man. That's dope. And I'm not a huge coffee drinker. My wife drinks coffee though. So that's like, great. Um, we we're gonna we're gonna get into this. This is this is dope, man. Tell us, you gotta tell me if she don't like it. No, no. So th- let's let's talk about this though, man. Because like I don't know too many rappers. Number one, that have their own. I don't know any rappers. Let me let me go back. I don't know any rappers that have their own roast. Is that the proper term? Is that what we? It. I, I guess you could say that. That is a signature roast. That's a signature blend okay. that I put together myself. I roasted that myself. I mean, you know, everything down from I got it here from where it came from, mm. put it together myself. I grind it for simple fact that most people, most initial, I mean, most of the people who listen to my music aren't necessarily like hardcore, dire coffee drinkers. Right. So they don't have like a grinder at their house to grind gotcha, it up. You gotcha. know what I mean? Like if I brought that to my dad, he would just keep it from memorabilia, but he wouldn't drink it because it was already ground up. Oh, But that's okay. like on some coffee stuff. That's still going to be great. I mean, we could talk about that though. Like, so dig... Dig a little bit deeper. So you're saying that most people like beans, and yeah. they take the beans and they they'll grind it themselves. Because if you get the beans, you buy the beans. Uh, a lot of people buy their beans whole, okay. and so you grind as you go to use it. Uh, there's a lot of there's like it's got like CO2 in it. It's got some uh, properties to it that you don't want to let release or go until it's time to actually drink it. Okay. They say you can lose freshness or so forth or just. <laughs> Um, some of the freshness or moisture or whatever. Mind you, it's nothing excessive because all our first introduction to coffee was Folgers or Maxwell. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right, and right. It tasted fine. It was coffee. But um, the more you get into, like, specialty coffee and, uh, you know, just higher grades of it, as with anything, like, you get better weed, there's no more sticks and seeds. You mm. know what I mean? That's, that's a good way to put it. That's a good so. way to put it. So I want to know, like, where did this... I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Not infatuation, but like, where did this love for for coffee kind of come from? Oh, and originally, I can honestly say drinking coffee came from, it started off with just like chilling with pops, right? Mm -hmm. You see your dad drinking coffee in the morning and you just want to hang out with him or see what he's doing. He's staring at him. He's like, here, you can taste this. Mm -hmm. Same like you had your first drink of liquor or beer. You know, he was like, yo, taste this, sip this. And then so, you know, after that, his ritual was drinking coffee. If you're waking up the same time as him, you want to be included in that ritual, even if you don't know what. Mind you, mine was closer to chocolate milk in the beginning than it was <laughs> a real cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. But then you just grow an affinity for that. And then as time progresses, you get older, you get into college, and you realize coffee means that I can be woken up when I got to stay up. Mm. And so it's more like a drug thing there, right? You wake and bake, or I need some coffee as finals, midterms, and stuff right, like that. Right. Then after that, there's an experience and a lifestyle that comes with that. It's like an environment. So what's that experience and lifestyle part? It's an affordable luxury. Mm. You know what I mean? It is a, it is a, it's a luxury just as much as somebody goes to the club and buys their own section and brings bottles in with sparklers from the bottle girls. Um, you could go sit in a nice coffee shop that has a good music in the background, that has plush seats, free Wi-Fi, sit down there. And, mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's my vibe. I dress like I would be in a coffee shop. I, I dress like a barista. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that environment is cool with me. I like the music that's played in the barista. You know what I mean? That uh, and so once you realize you identify with that, and that's kind of like it, kind of like your crowd. Okay. You know what I mean? I got you. You you start to learn more about the product in general. 
I love drinking coffee. You start to realize that different coffee tastes different. There's different roast profiles. Mm. Lighter roasted coffee got more caffeine in it than dark roasted coffee. You know what I mean? You start to realize, I never thought that I would think the boldest, darkest coffee would be the strongest. No, it just tastes that way. Mm. Really good coffee honestly tastes closer to like water. Really? I got coffee right now at my crib that is the highest like the highest caffeine content in coffee I have. The most like floral and fruity tasting coffee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It, it, you don't need to put cream or sugar or nothing in it. It tastes like water. That's really good coffee. That's like A1 world-class stuff, though. How much does a cup of joe cost, man? Real life, just a plain basic cup of coffee going to cost you about almost three and a half bucks. People say that's a little bit high, but, I mean, I don't know, man. What's a pack of cigarettes? What's a what's a, oh. what's a, what's a cup of, what's a, I mean, you go to get a cocktail at the bar. You're going to pay nine, ten dollars yeah, yeah, way yeah. cheaper than that. Or if you just buy a bag of coffee, brew it at home. I pay twelve dollars for a bag of coffee and I can drink coffee for a month. You know, I don't know. And that's just like you just really getting into it and thinking about it. At the end of the day, I ended up with my own coffee because I've been selling T-shirts and CDs and hats and stuff like that for about four years now. Mm-hmm. Dugging on that landscape. And the more me doing music, making that decision to go typical div making that decision to have my music start to sound like it's me and you right now mm-hmm. more than something else. And, and realizing that, you know, sitting down with my creative directors, man, shout out to Bib and, and realizing that it's got to look the same way it looks all the time. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. like we talked about off air when we were saying whatever you put out there, you're going to have to eventually become all the time, yeah. especially if you want to be successful. Absolutely. And, you know, going the coffee route was out of fear that, I would hate to perpetuate something that I couldn't keep up with forever mm. or couldn't grow with. And that sounds a little bit extreme, too, but it was just more so I work in coffee shops. I drink coffee every day. I love coffee. I research coffee. I have like it's like a passion for me. Researching. I mean, uh, roasting the coffee like mm. is a cool more so a hobby. That's that's something crazy. And so, you know, you have one hobby that's supposed to keep you in shape. One coffee, that, one hobby that makes you money. And then one hobby that, you know, what I mean, keeps you doing something new. And I was I can do all that with that one thing. With the one thing. You know, so. Wow. Man, I'm, I'm speaking from a perspective of somebody that, you know me, I've come to the coffee shop a couple of times and I pretty much get Facts. the same thing. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm an iced coffee blend type type of guy, you know. Um, I'm not a hot coffee person at all. Right, know? right. So I'm cheating because I'm not really drinking coffee. You drink coffee, you, you got just as much coffee cat you got as much caffeine in it than mm-hmm. a tall cup of coffee it's just mixed in with other stuff with other stuff right that's and, okay and, um, and so you know for me not coming from that world hearing you talk about it was very interesting because i'm i'm learning right now in this conversation that there's a lot of layers to it's just not a cup of coffee there's a lot of layers to that that cup and watching you go through this process made me think like you know a lot of things are, are similar, and like you say, you can compare weed to coffee, or you can compare making records to coffee. Like there's Back. a process of, you know, you want to get the right ingredients. So as a as a as an artist, you know, you might have to work with the right producers, the right songwriters, or the right, you know, and get your creative directors. You got to do all this stuff. You got to grind it up. You got to pick. You know, you gotta you have to pick the things that you want to make the right blend of of you know, of music that you want to make. Whatever you're going to rock out with. Um, exactly. And then there's packaging. And, and I look at this packaging, and we're going to take a picture of this and put it up on our social media. But um, 
you have the the neat logo on it which is the signature neat logo anybody that's been rocking with with Div for a while know what that logo means and on the other side you have you know the the actual label to what you're doing and it's black packaging which is i thought was cool for some reason i just love the fact that it was like it it, it feels like it belongs like even though it's like neat no pun intended um packaging it feels like it's going to stand out anywhere mm-hmm. and I, and you know it's just something about how how that's presented to people um kind of switching gears a little bit going from the coffee and like you working how how long you been working in a coffee shop mm, about a year and a half year and a half okay can we tell this story small small like story okay real quick so about a year and a half ago, I was headed to the doctor's office. Facts. My doctor's office okay, this is, is deep now. This yeah, is deep. it's going super deep. So, like, um, my doctor's office is in the same building or, you know, next door to this this establishment that, that uh, Div works at. And so, I'm just, you know, on my regular going to the doctor. And I see Div. And, like, my instinct, like, clicked in was like, oh, like, it looks like Div is in the middle of something important. So instead of doing the like, yo, Div, what's going on? We hit the like, hey, how you doing? Shook hands, boom, you know, it was like, all right, cool. Well, hey, I'll talk to you later. All good, man. Nice to see you and kept it moving. Little did I know Div was actually on the interview for that job that Thanks. we're talking about right now. That's, that's you know, crazy uh, little story right there. But um, from that moment, so yeah, about a year and a half ago, something like that. And the interesting part about working in coffee not just in coffee and working in any job is what i've learned is you have to kind of figure out how to take bits and pieces from from everywhere to make it right. a part of you and your lifestyle so um at what point working in coffee did you decide to like hey this can really be a part of my lifestyle and how did you kind of tie those in together that is crazy you say that because that was what kept me working there mm. was figuring this out because i remember that i was in an interesting place that all that happened um let's see when did that was i dropped such as life in april mm-hmm. april 6th is when i dropped such as life we did the such as life show mm-hmm. release show march 4th i started working at this place march 18th hmm. So it was just an interesting point in my life where I only wanted to deliberately be doing things that made sense. Mind you, I wasn't a kid no more. I was turning like, you know, I was turning, I I was 25 at the time, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? About to turn 26. And I'm just like, all right. So I started working at these places with all these people younger than me. I had been doing security for seven years, valet, all these jobs that was like trivial in the grand scheme of anything. And I started working places and I started, you know, interacting with different creatives and entrepreneurs. And then understanding that when I worked at the print shop, I used everything I learned at the print shop to make my own merchandise. Right. That's how I started making T-shirts, CDs, business cards, web design, mm-hmm. all the above, my own uh, graphics. I learned all of that at one time. That is how I figured out how to make even neat relevant and something like that. And then I realized if I'm going to be working somewhere, I need to be working in somewhere where that makes sense. And I right. kept it with my real lifestyle. Um, then you start working at a coffee shop. I was like, I could either just work here at this coffee shop. Or I could ask enough questions. I do like coffee, but do I mm-hmm. really like coffee? Mm-hmm. The more questions I asked, I realized there was ethics behind it. This coffee, this coffee comes from somewhere. There's people who have to put it together. The same way I'm taking these beans and roasting them, somebody handpicked those beans too. 
You know what I mean? And so on an ethics point of view and like philosophy of coffee, I have a really good mentor in coffee that taught me a lot. And uh, the way she just speaks about it, she's just like, it's just, it's just more to it than the cup. She's like, I'm not trying to make it overly deep, but it's more than the cup. And when I took that, I realized that I still rap full time. This mm-hmm. is what I want to do. So if I'm going to be spending all this time in this coffee shop, and when I leave here clocking in just as many hours on my music, how do I at least make it to where I'm not spending six to eight hours bullshitting and just waiting to get off the clock to go do music? How can I make it cohesive? Mm. And I spent a year learning. I'm talking about seven days a week working in two different coffee shops, speaking to uh, people who were roasting the coffee, importing and exporting it. I spent a year out here just figuring out different ways to make something shape. And then at the end of it, I'm like, all right, uh, I got into a groove. So the coffee lifestyle started to receive my music, and now it was just that I had to make the music receive the coffee lifestyle. Right. And that did come into play to the point to where the music I was making started to sound like the inside of a coffee shop, to the point to where the stories I was taking in the conversations and my approach to the records were sounding like the conversations I'm having with these strangers across the bar while I'm serving them coffee. I know I've probably been ranting for a minute, but it was just like I have no, I can't just be working a job. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Especially if it has to be something flexible to keep up with the lifestyle that I've been working for prior to that. How do you make them work? How do you make these pieces that you have? I don't think you always need to go find new stuff. Whatever is, lands in your lap, it's what you got to work with. Mm. You know what I mean? I had got temporarily fired from security is why I even took the interview oh, okay. at the coffee shop. Mind you, the security called me back after that to come back. But I said, let me just go try something I want to do. I love this coffee shop. I always come here. Right. Walked up to the owner. He gave me. He said, I'll take your resume. He gave me an interview. He just happened to walk by. He hires me at the end of that meeting. I go and drop such as life. <clears throat> we go on tour. Right, right. My life accelerates really fast. But I have this job that understood that, was flexible with it. Security wouldn't let me take days off. Mm. Print job wouldn't let me take days off. <clears throat> you know what I mean? This job came to the shows and gave me off time to tour and do things like that. So I don't know. Coffee became the lifestyle. Right, right. I mean, it's interesting, man, that you have... <laughs> You made a part of you made something new a part of your life, and you, in the midst of that, you you almost made it. It's kind of like it's 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 like a web in a sense, right? You know, like a spider. You look at a spider. A spider will find a place to go, and it'll walk, but it'll leave a little trail of a web. And then what it'll do is that web that's starting, it'll spew out some more web. And it keeps spewing out more web and spewing out more web. And next thing you know, you have, you know, you have an area that belongs to the spider. You know what I mean? And it's kind of similar to what you did. Like, early in the conversation where you said, like, I worked at a print shop. That's you spinning your web. Like, I'm there. Mm-hmm. But while I'm there, I'm making that place my home. I'm learning everything I can about it while I'm there. And then, like, when it's time to leave, all right, cool. Somebody walked in that. But... It's cool. I've already caught everything I needed to catch. You just walked in and interrupted, and, and now I got to move on. But mm-hmm. when I move on, I leave another trail of web, and I move to the coffee shop, and now I, I got my web there, and now th- this is a new home for you. And you know, I, and eventually we all grow, so I'm sure there's going to be something else, but right now you're at home in your web, and you're, you're using this to your benefit. Do you think 
the progression of where you're going, not only musically, but branding as well. Like, how is that tying into who you are as, as an artist and as a person? Okay. Um, I tried. Everybody has a musical journey, right? Right. They say it takes 10 years to be an overnight success, success mm-hmm. right? So I got about seven, eight of them in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, and, I, right. and I've been in there. I've had different rap names that we don't need to speak about <laughs> up until the years <laughs> I spent under Div Dub. You know, I went by just Devonce Walker at a point. That's right. how I met you. Right, you right. know what I mean? Like you all have, you have this journey and then you get to a certain point where you realize I've put in so many hours. Mm-hmm. You know, you evaluate, you look at everything you've done. Am I spinning my wheels? You take those pieces you take the good ones that worked, right? the organic ones, you erase all the dead weight, and then you fill it in with some more stuff that you right. haven't tried yet. And that's what this process is. Um, on Such Is Life, I kept hinting. I kept saying, you know, typical div, it is what it, it is. It is what it is, right. And it was just funny. That was just like something cool to end the record with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I realized how hard it was to tell people to be like, yo, you can look at my music under div.w. Host didn't know whether to say Div Dub. They didn't know whether to say, I got my boy D-I-V dot W. And I was like, yeah. man, I'm making it so hard on these people. Right. You know what I mean? To the point to where I would go to shows and they'd be like, you know, that's typical Div. Ha, ha, ha. Such is life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually, y'all might have just did something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so that was, um, working at a coffee shop, you get a lot of, uh, how do I call it? liberal vibes, mm. hippie style, go with the flow, deal with it. And I feel like for a long time I was real like less instinctive and impulsive. I wasn't going off of just like my natural flow. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? And so typical Div wasn't like, oh, I'm about to one day just, I'm about to change my name hard. I fell into that. Right. I became typical Div. I didn't say I'm about to change my whole style. Mm-hmm. I became that over time. I worked into that. Such as life became like a saying that, mind you, Ned Kelly came up with the term such as life. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Who is Ned Kelly? I don't know. Ned Kelly's a cat back in the old day. Back in, uh, he was one of those outlaws from back in the day. Okay. You know what I mean? He was just in, it's an old, like, Western type Okay, dude. okay. I got you, got yeah, you. Yeah, this is way, way, way back. And it's just, if you search such as life, his name and my name come up. Come up. You know what I mean? Right. And that's not, such as life is what I call such as life because I just said it at the end of FaceTime. Mm. And Kia was just like, call it that because I didn't have a name yet. Fell into that. Right. Ran in with that. I say all that to say... What was your original question, man? You know, you know how I get. Man, that's cool, man. I think I think you went around. We we got to where where we wanted to go. We got to where we wanted to go. I I, I will say this, man. Like kind of just falling into different name changes and falling to to album modes. I think is is for lack of better terms is is more than just falling into it. I, I mean, hmm. I really think it's it's purpose. Like yeah, these things happen for a reason, right? Regardless of how you want to look at things or. You know, some people, we don't even have to get on the super, like, spiritual side of things, but these things really do happen for a reason. And even though we might not be able to pinpoint why they're happening, they have to happen for a bigger plan, right? So if you look at, if you look at the beginning, the the genesis of your story and, like, how you had these different names and and these names eventually led you to, to div. That dub was, which is essentially just you. It's That's just still you my abbreviating name. your name. Yeah. To rapping and eventually going, moving from that to typical div. These are all things that had to happen. Like at the end of the day, you're still 
the funds. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and I don't think just me knowing you for these years, I don't see you and see a. I don't see a. Um, hmm. I don't see a brand. I see a real person that just so happens to have, like, your brand is you. So people are actually falling for who you are genuinely, which is a great thing because we've had these conversations off, you know, off mic where if you create a character, you have to, you got to live up to that character every forever. day, forever that's a, that's, until you decide like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. That's fucking stressful. That's very stressful. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very stressful. And, and I can say for myself, people ask me all the time about certain things and it's just like, well, I mean, honestly, it is a part of the brand, but it's, it's essentially it's just who I am, right? And it's easy to be me. I can't be anybody else but me. It's so easy to be who I am. I just wake up and I just do it. But the one thing that we as creatives and, and, and just as artists and, and as people, the part that we a lot of times don't see until like later on down the line is that we take for granted. Because things that you do, it comes so easy to you. And now you brought it home. Right. And now you brought it home it's, for It's me. easy for you to do it. But for everybody else, they're looking at it like, hold on. I had all these different schemes and ways and mm -hmm. plans and traps that I was going to do to get the world and the masses to understand what I was going to. Mind you, I had good music and good products. Mm -hmm. I was doing decent shows. It was just like, there's a disconnect. What is not connecting? What am I not doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm thinking I had to look somewhere. I had to be cool. Even in the midst of, I, I consider myself a really transparent person for the most part. Still, I was still not being, and what, what I wasn't, I wasn't giving them that though. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I wasn't taking those genuine, typical div rants. Right. These random right. conversations I'm having. Um, you know what I mean? Or the moments when I get drunk and upset and I want to argue with the homies. You know what I mean? Right, I wasn't right. taking those as strengths you know what i mean i was taking them so there's things i do exactly why are you sitting here in a meeting on a whiteboard trying to scheme up pe things to show people about what you do show them the damn rent we got hours and hours of footage of nonsense right. that i thought was nonsense yeah you kick it out to the world and i've never seen a response like that before ever you know what i mean i, I know one thing that you're talking about in particular was uh we were outside of um i forgot the name of that venue in indianapolis who's your dome who's your dome wow Right outside of Hoosier Dome, and to set the scene for y'all, man, Div had performed. We we were on the um, uh, that was AJ's uh, nothing but time, nothing but time tour, and so it was it was AJ, Div, and uh, Paid in America, and we were all on tour, and I thought we all had great great <laughs> sets. However, Div did not think so. Div thought that he was like trash. He thought that he was just like man, I am horrible performer. I can't believe I gave up, and like. We didn't see it. Like, we thought that, like, have Div had better performances? Yes, of course. But <laughs> you would have thought that Div got up there and just completely forgot all the words to his records, got up there, did a 30-second thing, and then just got off stage. That's what you would have thought. But, like, Div went off for probably about a good 15 minutes. Yeah. And it was all recorded. And <laughs> what I tell you, what you guys see on this Instagram is just a small small snippet Facts. of that co whole conversation and it, it's crazy but yeah, yeah that's i remember I, that and that was realizing that i never because you know you're doing music and you get caught up on social media and watching how these waves everybody else got these waves that end mm -hmm. up being temporary or long term 
and you're like, man, I ain't even got nothing to say right now. But I realize I always got something to say mm. as long as I hold on to those streams of consciousness that you were on. It wasn't so much that I felt like I did horrible, but I just knew like I was having an epiphany. And I was coming to light at something and I was like, man, I can't hold this in because I'd rather share it with the people that were here for the moment so mm. they know where I'm coming from. And, you know, and I, and I think you guys were looking at me like, yo, man, it wasn't that bad, bro. I was like, it ain't about that, though. It's about, like, these true moments where you look at yourself and you, and you almost have out-of-body experiences. And I felt like I was taking these experiences for granted and not genuinely stepping in what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. If I didn't feel like my set was going to be lit, then I should have just started talking. Mm. You know what I mean? And then cued you on whatever record that, you know, we felt right, we was right, going right. to do. You know what I mean? I need to take that idea of being that pack to the world. You know what I mean? Where things started. And that's what I was realizing. It was like, you're not being as dope as you really can be. And I was saying that out of complete joy of watching Coop come alive. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what I was really trying to say. I was just like, yo, Coop, that was fucking amazing, man. I saw, I saw the moment mm. where your spirit and your mind like, you know, was on the same page. And you kicking out that flavor, bro. They felt you, bro. You don't know none of them people. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? AJ home. AJ's awesome, by the way, as well, yeah, too. Yeah, One yeah. of the best performers I've ever seen. Right. But, like, he was home. So he had the energy on his side. Right, but to right. create your own. You know what I mean? And then I was out there like, man, I just, I want to be better. That's why I felt that right, way. Right, right. And then, so those moments where, don't sit there and tell them whiskey and women. You know that's your life. That mm -hmm. that's like a that's like those aren't really big deals to talk about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We can sit around and and give you cheap wine and clever lines of misogyny all we want mm -hmm. any day. That's easy. You know what I mean? But that's not really the point. That was never the right. point. You know what I mean? Like that was never the point, and that was the goal. With like going in a typical div. That's why. By the grace of God, my parents and family moved to Atlanta, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I get to be reminded, walk down the hall and look at pictures of myself and realize, no, I don't have to be 13-year-old person like mm -hmm. that. I had a life. I grew up. I'm not done growing up. But there's got to be a way to make them pictures in my mama house and the shit that I think in my head resonate to a group of people that belong to me in music because right. I know I ain't supposed to stop doing music. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I would have been forced to stop that. So I feel like that would have happened yeah, along the way. Yeah, yeah. I keep falling into it on a greater scale and a long and a bigger thing. So we coming now to this like third album. I don't feel like this is the first typical Div album. Right. I feel right. like this is like my sixth project. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Third official studio album that I went and walked into a studio, got it mixed and mastered, and kicked out. But at the end of the day, it's just like. You know, I like, it feels like progress. It feels mature to me, like the space I'm in, how, how, how it's moving to the point to where I even had the balls to jump out and do something like coffee. Mm. I got a couple more things up the sleeve that's going to come a little bit later, but right, it's just right. like, let me try something that I truly don't really know that much about as much as I would want to. I could drink coffee every day, but I didn't find out till heading all the way into it like this, that I, that there was this many layers to it and that I could actually make something shake. And that it was something genuinely a passion for me. Right. You know right. what I mean? A lot of people could pretend like I could have got a liquor sponsorship quick. Let me make my own sponsorship. You right. know what I mean? Let me go out here and figure it out. And then when I start to realize, I start talking about the ethics behind it and the place that these things come from and how there's so many full of shit companies perpetuating this, you know, this product 
that's being curated by people that look like me, but nobody who looks like me is selling it to me. You know what I mean? And I started to get in those spaces. And then I realized I have six people staring at me, looking at me the same way they do when I'm performing enough while I'm explaining something I just want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just like, Devonce, recognize these moments. You know what I mean? Recognize Absolutely. these small occasions that you find yourself zoned out going. But you know what I mean? You're not zoned out, bro. You in your zone. That's your tempo. Mm-hmm. Stay there. Yeah. So that's just, that's that's like now. That's how I feel. Like, and I'm praying. I, I press what I pray for to stay in this tempo, this pocket. So, you know, you know, there's a book out here called The Celestine Prophecy. Mm-hmm. Everybody just needs to read that. The Cele- Celestine, C-E-L-E-S-T-I-N-E, Prophecy. Okay. You just need to read that. You know what I mean? And you'll just start to understand the world, the landscape, and how energy goes. Hmm. You, don't, you don't hear people talking about, it's not so much about what religion you are. It's not so much about where your background from is. You know what I mean? Your lifestyle, any choices you have. It's just about, like, what kind of vibes are you kicking out? Yeah. Everything is a vibe. Because we're starting to realize that a lot of this stuff we see in is it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You kick out good energy, it comes back in things you do. That's just legitimate fact. Energy is transferred. What kind are you transferring or what kind are you asking for? That that's a real that's a real thing. And um that's part of what I mean, personally, that's part of what I, I, I try to give out as much positive energy as possible. Even sometimes to the point where people think that it's it's fake and you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and I've had to catch myself where I have to you don't want to feel like you're trying to be perfect. And and it's like, I realized like, no, you're not trying to be perfect at all. You're really just living your life. And it's just being exuded as perfection. And that's the way people might be seeing it. But the truth is like, no, I'm flawed. But I choose to do things a certain way on purpose. It's not like, you know, there was a, there was a point in time where people would be around me. And, and I don't, I mean, I, I'll have a drink every now and then, but I'm not like a, going out i'm not drinking every night like that's just not my life you know right. what i'm saying i might have a drink a week or um you know a couple of times a month type thing you lit though you well you know things happen <laughs> things happen but you know it, it's like one of those things where i i never forget once i had a drink people were looking at me like yo what are you doing and i was like what what do you mean you know i was like yo, you drink and it's like yeah I, I drink but i'm not like in your face drunk you know what I'm saying? So it came off as like, yo, I, I mean, I know people been around me where they kind of straighten up and I had to just accept that to where like, that's, I don't, I don't want you to do that because I'm around. I want you to do that because that's what you feel you should want to do. Right. You know what I mean? But I had to accept that like, hey, people are going to do these things. Just let them do what they're going to do. As long as you're, you're letting people know like, hey, don't look at me to try to be perfect because I'm not perfect by no means. Like we all got our stuff. You know what I'm saying? We all got our stuff. But I say all that to say is like, like how we said off mic, you are going to be who you're going to be hmm. regardless, regardless of what kind of money come into play, what kind of success come into play. All of those things are already in you right now. Now, of course, it might magnify, you know, those things like, of course, I have a Ford Taurus that I talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. When I get to a level where I can afford to just go out and get a new car, will I get a new car? Yeah. I probably won't go and get a Benz, but I'll still go and get a new car. But that's just things happen. You can't, you, you have to grow. Like growth is going to happen. But I'm also somebody that doesn't spend like a lot of money right now. 
And so I would hope that once mm-hmm. more money comes in, that I have that same mentality of where it's like, I don't want to spend a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like those things are, are, are in you. This has been in you. I remember the first couple of times that we went out somewhere and you would get a cup of coffee and like, you know, that's just wasn't, I just didn't grow up seeing people drink coffee like young people. Uh, okay, I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like when I saw you doing it, it felt like, like a old, like it felt like you like grew up around older people. <laughs> I was like, man, this dude like really drinking a cup of coffee over breakfast right now, which is not an abnormal thing it's, at all. That's, that's what's funny super about super normal. You. <laughs> but just to see somebody, I think at the time you was like maybe twenty three years old, like just yeah. like yeah, I just you know coffee black, and I'm just like what it, you know it was just an awkward thing to see, you know what I mean? But I sell that to say, here we are two three years later, and you're driving home with your own coffee. Facts. And that's, you know, that's not a small thing, bro. Like, this is a big deal. Like, it really is. It's a big deal. Like, you got coffee. Regardless of how you came to the product, how much work you had to put in, that's none of my business. You still got your own coffee with your own packaging. Facts. You know what I mean? So, you living, man. I'm trying, man. I'm <laughs> just I'm just trying to live, man, in the right way. And like you said, make deliberate steps right. into a lifestyle that you see yourself living. I don't think enough people sit and really really try to visualize a realistic life Mm. not like of course we all want the money cars the clothes you know and the hoes i suppose you know what i mean we want that we want the lights we want the Mm -hmm. the glory and everything that came to it but say we never got famous right Mm -hmm. say we were never known for you know we got we never we were never like i don't know we ain't justin bieber Mm. you know what i mean we got michael jackson what do you want your life to really look like not the Cause say like this, right? J. Cole, his name is being lights. He gets acclaimed. Mm-hmm. People love him. He's huge. Saturday Night Live, Letterman. Mm-hmm. I doubt his life on a daily day basis is like that, though. He sat down and he still understands what he wants his day to day to go through. When you wake up in the morning, what do you want to happen? Who do you want to roll over next to? Mm-hmm. It don't even matter what she look like right now. What do you want it to be like? How mm-hmm. do you want to be greeted? What kind of person do you want to be d- dwelling with? Your where's your kid? You know what is what does your house look like? Mm-hmm. What things do you use? What do you like to use? Do you have a video game console? Do you have a? I don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox. Mm-hmm. Me either. I couldn't mm-hmm. really sit. I say I would sit there and play it. You know what I mean? Do you have a Hulu account or a Netflix account? You know what I'm saying? What do you? What's your plan to do that day? I'm gonna go get an oil change, and after I get an oil change, where am I headed? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm headed to the studio. Where's the studio? Shit, up the road from where my All crib, right. I own it. What do you do there? I'm just making music. Why are you making music? I'm in between albums right now. Yeah. Tour don't start for another 30 days. You know what I'm saying? Stuff right. like that. And then you start to, then we get back to the music or whatever. And I feel like when you start thinking like that and you start real visualizing your days, like the crazy thing about it is girls do it all the time. Mm-hmm. They've always done it since they were young. We were told, man, just go to work, get a go job and provide for a woman. <laughs> right, right. Nah, because you'll get the right woman next to you if you're sitting there visualizing what you want that life to look like. That's true. And then you start doing things. And then you start to realize through living the life that I... You know, like energy, right? You kicking mm-hmm. out the energy that you see in your head and the dreams you want. You speaking that positive, positive affirmation to yourself. You wake up one day and realize you do go to the studio whenever you want, or your studio is in the other room, right? Or you're making music, you're promoting it on social media. You just planning for your next show that you're gonna throw yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Then you prep and talking to people. You can go out of town and perform. You got things going on. I make music whenever I want. Make beats whenever I want. You right. know what I'm saying? He started to realize this is my life. These are tangible goals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody looks like me is selling me coffee. I would love to be the person selling you coffee. You gotta you gotta visualize those things, and, and I think a, a lot of it has to do, man. And, and I hate to be the one that bring it to social media, but a lot of it has to do with we look at that and we think that that's our lives, mm-hmm. and that's just not necessarily true. There's nothing wrong with having those goals to to get to those places, but what is your end goal? Like when people ask me that, my end goal is for I can travel the world with my family and eat like i say travel the world with my missus and eat fine dishes like that's my goal like i really want to be able to go like at any given point of time drop of a dime yeah because to do that you need time and money right those are the only two things you need time and money most people don't take vacations because they got to go to work or they don't have the money to go on vacation when you got time and money you can literally do anything you want to do like hey I would love right now to just be like, as soon as this interview is over, like, hey, babe, um, let's just, let's go to the mall of Chicago. There's a flight at 8 o'clock. Like, let's just go. Let's just go. And you know what I mean? And, and truth be told, we all can do that. We just have these... We legit could do it, we honestly. Do it. We Certain do it. things that we think we have to do on a regular basis, we might have to cut out, but... You know, not too, not we not we not popping, but we not broke no more. No, exactly. we were broke, but we were yeah. we had broke moments, so we did what we had to do. Like we probably could get up and go. We mind could. you, our mind telling us we got something to do, we got X, Y, and Z to do. Mm-hmm. And number two, it's probably not the time to be able to do that freely. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It should be completely comfortable. It probably might be a dumb idea to spend four hundred dollars on some tickets to Chicago. We get to Chicago, we don't really want to come back tonight. We'll stay at night. It was cool. It ends up being. A lengthy vacation and right. financially a, a, a detriment to us than it really needed to be. Right. You come back, like you said, people still got to throw a show. You still got to pay for something. You still got to merch and thing. Every, all these things got to happen. All now, these right? things got to happen. Yeah. You know what there, I mean? There's so, the responsibility level. But ultimately, we can do these things. And, and those are those are very tangible goals, man. Like, I've had conversations with people that say, like, man, they don't go on vacation and they never really went on vacation and and I'll ask like because for me that's a foreign concept like as a kid even though we I'm exhausted of going to Florida because my parents we went to Florida every year mm. but we went to Florida every year you knew you was going on vacation to Florida going, like that was one thing that my dad like if I don't remember anything if my dad was like to go tomorrow the one thing that I will forever do is take my family somewhere at least one time a year right like that's gonna happen regardless like I don't care what I have to if I gotta go and cut grass for like three weeks straight to save up you know whatever I gotta do I'll make sure that every year my family we going somewhere out we're going to a different place where we don't live at every year that's got to happen mm-hmm. now i would love to be able to do that once a month in new exactly like or every 3 weeks every 3 kids weeks kids got to go to school things like that right but. but that you know i would love to be able to do that at any time but i know my bare minimum goal is one time a year we going to a place that we have never been before cuz anybody of any financial status can do that. Can do that. That's realistic. That's very I don't realistic. Care if we on the mega bus, bro. You can, we can do go it. to Jacksonville to the beach. You, you can ain't got to Jacksonville, Jekyll Island, or you can Savannah. You know what I mean? Like you can get out there, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's man that's 
five dollars a week can probably get you close to that. Mm-hmm. Like five dollars a week is fifty-two weeks in a year, so we talking about two hundred and what sixty dollars. I'm sure you can. It might not be your. No, like it's, it's you know. There's levels to this now. Right, like you right, know what right. I mean. Like like you say, you might be on a bus. You might take a fifty dollar bus trip to the city. You know, round trip fifty dollar bus. You might have to be on the Greyhound. You get there, you probably be in a crappy hotel. But what I'm saying is, a five dollar commitment a week can get you that. Imagine what when you really start thinking about like, man, I just want to set aside like twenty. I just don't want to go out to eat this week. Smith. I take it deeper than, than this, man. Like we, because now we're getting into discipline, right? Yeah, yeah. We getting the discipline in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You understand that, like the first, you, there's two things that you can say. You don't go to the gym this week. Mm-hmm. Say you don't go vegan or stop eating meat or whatever. But you woke up in the morning and you said, for the first hour of the day, I'm not gonna look at my phone. Mm-hmm. And the last hour of the day, I'm not gonna look at my phone. And you commit to that. That's right. the equivalent of putting five dollars aside. That's true. So every day I know I wake up. I've contr- I control the first hour of my day and the last one. Mm-hmm. I owned it at that point. At the end of the day, all I did when I woke up, I, my f- my feet hit the floor. I like to drink a, a glass of water to make sure I got at least one. I know I drank one glass of water today, <laughs> yeah. and I know I wasn't on my phone scrolling and double tapping on something that it means I nothing. don't even care about. Like it means that. nothing. I low key be wanted like it's. Because I, I know my wife would tell you, like, my phone is, believe it or not, I would say if, I, if I'm if i just gauging it myself, I'll say when I'm on my phone, 75 to 80% of it is me on some type of business. And that's, and that, that's, that's just the truth of the matter. That's I, a feat. And now there's, you know, 20% of me just like, oh, just trying to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And social media definitely gets you like that. That's why I appreciate people like Steven. Even my wife. My wife ain't big on social media like that. You know what I mean? I appreciate people that never got into that lifestyle because it, uh, 90% of it is a waste of time. Like, it Facts. really is just a waste of time. But I'm, I, I want to really challenge myself to get to a point where even I, I still don't focus on the business aspect of being on my phone because it is a lot of business that to be handled. Like I wake up every day, believe it or not, to probably about 50 to 60 emails. Mm -hmm. Like that's just a normal day. And that ain't, you know, that's not, that can, that can become like not fun at all. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because it becomes a job, and that's the last thing that I want is a job. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want it to feel like a job. Once it starts to feel like a job, then it's like, uh, do I really want to do this? Let me focus on something else. You know what I mean? And so I do like what you just said to touch me because I really want to get to a point where I can really feel like, you know what? Only reason why I'm touching my phone is to hit snooze on my alarm. Facts. Literally. Yeah. Or just check it or stop my alarm. Because in that first hour, you woke up. Mm-hmm. Did you really need to check that email in your bed? Mm-mm. So you start it doing didn't. things like this. You wake up. You kiss your old lady. Mm-hmm. You get out of bed. You go to the bathroom. You stretch a little bit. We forget to, we forget to stretch yeah, and do things like true. that. You start doing things. You up. You sit down. You go brush your teeth, wash your face. You know what I'm saying? You might shower real quick. You might change. And then you can sit down at your laptop and check your emails now. Mm. You know what I mean? Now you're sitting back. You got the TV. You might have a couple juice. You start at breakfast and you're going through your emails and it's no longer a job. Of course, I got emails. The artists want to get posted. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang, I was supposed to send those sessions back over. Dang, I was supposed to do that. 
Oh, man, I forgot to post this post that I already knew I was going to post. Post it. Hashtag. Don't look at your phone. Mm-hmm. Don't check the likes. Why? Yeah. You can't stop them from, or make them come no faster. Is there a way? I know there's a way. You can hide your comments, not the likes. You can hide the notifications you get. That's what I want to do. Oh, yeah. I don't get none. I don't get no notification on my phone unless I know I have the time to open it. And if you really need me and it was really pertinent, I have VIP people in my phone that are important that no matter what their calls come through, come through or, or like after twice, I think something like that. Yeah. You call me so twice. So you know it's kind through. of important. Yeah. Or if you're going to call me, that's how I know you, you need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's up? You call me. Oh man, I'm outside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I want to, that, that's a new challenge for me. Like I, I really want to do that because the notifications are, they low key, like, uh, I mean, of course they're distracting, but they're low key annoying. You know what I mean? Like they, they definitely get annoying worse. Depending on your, I don't know, what's your social media of choice? What are you on typically? Typically, this, at this, for some reason nowadays, I'm on Instagram a lot. Yes. Yeah, I here. open my Snapchat only on Friday nights if I'm trying to look for something. I don't to even, do. like, dude, I don't even know why I have Snapchat on my phone. I'm never on Snap. There was a time I was heavy on Facebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm doing a visual pro- promo right now, right? I'm in the visual aspect of my my campaign right now, mm-hmm. right? So I, Instagram is the most visual Instagram. one. Right, right, right. It was a time where I had to get things cooking in the beginning when I changed my rap name. Mm-hmm. And I was, when we was on tour, I was Facebook and heavy. Facebook yeah. was the approach to go because I can genuinely speak and interact with people that I right. need to stay invested and help that push. People from California and so forth. Snapchat was cool when I had nothing to do. <laughs> Man... That's a I I I wanna and, and I, maybe I, I well I, I'm I don't I'm cool I'll put this out here and it's kind of like one of those things where you know I'm cool with putting ideas out there because people have to execute I'm, oh yeah I'm cool they it. they had a blueprint they still yeah. need the sauce yeah they got they got to be able to do it um but I'm interested to have that conversation with people that has that 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 struggle of having to like as an artist right mm-hmm. it's a must to be on social media as an artist. Like, we don't have the luxury of a J. Cole or a Kendrick who can go away. That's the last of a dying breed. Yeah, like, I mean, though, and, and truth be told, the only reason why that works for them... They sign major, major record deals. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> they sign to Jay-Z and Dr. Dre. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the only reason why that can happen. You know what I mean? So, but I want to know how many people have to deal with that and how could we make that work for us in a world where social media is so important. How do how do we make not being on social media as an indie artist? Like, how do you do that? I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna sound hilarious and almost unreal and like almost like cliche and corny. Mm-hmm. You literally just gotta be yourself, and you literally just have to focus on what is your goal. Mm-hmm. Is your goal making good music, mm-hmm. or is your goal? Say some people's goals are, I know people in the fashion world who just make music to promo the, the fashion. Right. And you can tell that their strength is in the, the fashion. Mm-hmm. I know some kids, uh, I don't want to say no names. We know and we've been frustrated about why y'all music career not popping the way mm-hmm. it is. And then you see why. You see what, what, they, what they love to do. And the music is just from being creative. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Pharrell will rap all day, but I'm just, I'm a producer. I'm bro. a producer, yeah. But I'll rap to show you what can yeah. be done over this beat. 
Yeah. Hey, shout out to we know who you know who we talking about too, man. It's about to be a good night. I need another record. You know what I'm saying? And y'all banging. Like, we're so mad. I was like, man, I need that album. But then I see Converse collapse. Right. I right. see that clothing line rollout, and I'm like, I, oh, that makes sense. Right. Y'all right. photos is impeccable, and y'all the freshest kids I've seen in a long time. You know yeah. what I mean? We still want some music, though, we man. We still want some music, man. You still want my favorite rappers, bro. You know that. Um. You know, I, I think the other way to do it is kind of like what we talked about that time we were at um at the masquerade. Hmm. Uh, that model that I and I don't want to talk oh, about we that can, model. They can't have that. But I think that's that's part of it. That model where because we're in a time where people are trying to get a million fans when we only need realistically like ten thousand. Get you ten. Like ten thousand, like a high note. That's a high note. Like you a thousand can, can sustain us, but ten thousand is like two hundred fifty shows a year. Yeah, I'm very rich because my lifestyle is tangible. Yeah, it's realistic. It's realistic, and I can make that decision at any point in time. Do I want to just maybe I'll do a, a major album and run it? Mm -hmm. I'll call up Empire or call up Atlantic and be like, let's run it like this. Yeah. Roll me out an album. Let's do it on a big level. You'll get X, Y, and Z from it. We'll pull in endorsements, mm -hmm. and then I'll go back to my normal circuit. Yeah. If that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? You got to get back to people. It's you got to roots. get to their faces again. Yeah, yeah. Because we cannot sit here and say that we want tangible grassroots or whatever if all they know is the pictures I post. That's true. That's so true. At the end of the day, we so can true. sit there and say all day that social media is what an indie artist needs to succeed, but I don't even think the successful indie artists are even doing that. They're at these shows, yeah, pop-ups, you mm -hmm. know, you know, these different names we're showing for come hang out with me. Right. These, you know what I'm saying? And the most successful artists are artists that you can hang out with. People think Nipsey Hussle just a gangster. Duh, duh, duh. People love kicking it with him. He do pop-ups in every city mm -hmm. in the city. He just be in somebody's store. You know what was, speaking of Nipsey, right? So <clears throat> Nipsey had his, this is his first major album, right? The, and the rollout. And I, and I thought about something, right? Like with Nipsey major rollout for an album and this elaborate, like he signed with Atlantic, he's partnered with Atlantic. Mm -hmm. When I saw his tour rollout, it was shocking to me. It and was, then I, I thought about it. It was almost childish, right? You look at that, you're like, what? Like, 10 dates you know what i'm saying like it, it it blew my mind for a second i was like man hold on like so you have this huge partnership with atlantic this is arguably your biggest project like you you're everywhere right now and you're doing 10 markets and i think he added a couple of dates but i was thinking oh yeah he's about to do a 30 city run like i mean i just knew that that was about to happen and to see that and to see where he's doing those those shows that it made me think like oh oh i get it it was like, yeah, I'm signed. I'm I'm partnered with Atlantic, but I'm just sticking to my core. Why would I ever leave them just because yeah. I'm popping now? Because if you just core. got hip to me in Tennessee, you better drive to Atlanta or Houston to see me. If you really want to rock with me, you, you'll go there. You'll do that. Right. Because like, I'm doing three shows in a lot of these cities. Two mm -hmm. shows. I'm here for a minute. It's two nights. You right. got two nights to come catch me, bro. Right. And then you got to realize at the end of those 10 cities, this is still Nipsey Hussle mm -hmm. who goes on world tours with no deal. Right. These 10 dates are cool here. He'll probably do 30 cities over in, in the UK, Spain, 
he might Atlantic might get him a random Australian plug. Mm-hmm. But that that was I saw that and I was just like, yo, like I didn't because I I was really expecting the Thirty City tour. Like, okay, you finally we're gonna do a victory lap. Yeah, we're gonna do the victory lap. We do a victory lap. A victory lap isn't an intense hardcore run. Yeah, a victory just, lap is let me do this. Yeah. go see them folks. Thank y'all. Yep. for getting me here right 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 so um calling out every favor i we, already, already bought my ticket i'm going to the nip sales show june june 9th y'all meet me there um we we know the formula i think we just got to commit to it like I, I really think that that is like the thing that we talked about i really truly believe that that's the formula the, the hard part about it is you know you're just going to have to be willing to generate the content and, and willing to it, it takes a humbling process mm. because it's going to take some time. There's, you know what I mean? To commit to what we're talking about, it's going to take time to get people to be like, okay, we on board and, and to wait for those numbers to reach where you want them to reach. Because right now I just look at the model of business, right? And I'm looking at <clears throat> streaming. There's no real way to quantify streaming, bro. Like there's not, I look at my statements, distro kid, Mm-hmm. Shout out to DistroKid. Shout out. We need a sponsorship. The money that I make from streaming is nothing compared to people buying my stuff on iTunes. And to know that they're about to do away with iTunes. I don't think they're going nowhere like you think it is. I don't know. I don't think that iTunes, the digital store for music, is going to go away. Because I think the moment iTunes says, no, we're just going to commit to streaming... You gotta realize that's gonna actually that what 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 happened is just like I still want that music. Well, that's the thing. The music doesn't. You'll still anything you purchase will still you'll still own. Right. You just won't be going forward. You won't be able to go and buy a new MP3. I even take it like this, right? What do I want to buy an MP3 for in this day and age? I don't even car. They don't make cars with CD players any longer. You're only buying to support. Showing love. And you just need another way. We couldn't get to DMX before. We could never get an opportunity to hang out with DMX. We mm-hmm. could only listen to his music. So we put more value in the music he in was music. giving us. Absolutely. I think we just got to. I, I'm going to give this free game out. Mm-hmm. You just need to resist the wave of fake mystery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you got all these people who are out here like, oh, you're really... Nobody ever sees you, little pump, mm-hmm. little yada y'all on social media. I'm not even. I don't even mean. To, I didn't mean to do like the littles. Any of these rappers out here and MCs, like y'all, really hiding out somewhere. Mm. So y'all got to make sure every time y'all step out on the scene, y'all overly fresh. Y'all look like a big deal. You gotta call somebody ahead before you pop up. No, I'm actually really out here in these streets, man. And yeah. I got the same numbers and everything you do on all the stuff I'm doing, mm-hmm. I show up to spend fresh off work. You know what I mean? And have a drink at the bar. Right. And that's a hip-hop hot spot in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody be there. And I'm not saying I'm any better than anybody else. I have to do that for my own sanity. Right, right, You right, know what right. I'm saying? I have to just step out. No, I don't have a haircut today. I probably should shave. I want to go get a drink here, and I need to know that typical div is typically going to be div every time we see mm-hmm. him. You know what I'm saying? And I think we need to continue to fight that grain. Do not, there's no prestige behind being pretentious. That's yeah. not cool. Let that go. Yeah. Let that, you're not, you, it's, it's, you can't keep that up. Rick Ross almost got touched from doing that. 
Yeah, man. I like like I really think that's the way to go, man. Like because that whole being a character is cool at the moment. You know, it, it's real cool at the moment. But then when you go through life and you realize like, yo, I got to be on all the time. It's like comedians, right? Like comedians are naturally funny people. But there, I've never seen a video of Chris Rock not being Chris Rock. Like he has to be on. All, Kevin Hart has to be on all, all the, time. the time. That has got to be exhausting. That's exhausting. It's exhausting to, to watch. Me to watch. So I can only imagine like. Chris, every, Chris Rock. You said Chris Tucker first time. No, you Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Okay. Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, like they have to be. I, don't th- I think Chris Rock does a pretty good job of being Chris Rock. Mm, I've always seen him. Well, maybe that's him. Okay. And he is, he did come up in a different age. He like came up said, in a different time, yeah. Kevin Hart came up in, in the social media era. Like that's He has to get on his phone and make fun of people everywhere. He, and has, do to, that. he has to be that. Because I think about people who got to be actors still. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, right? Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy don't show up to the scene and you be like, Eddie Murphy, you going to say something funny? Mm-hmm. We waiting to catch that funny bit. He looking at you like, man, how y'all doing? Y'all, I'm Eddie Murphy. I'm yeah. the guy. Uh Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld has never not been Jerry Seinfeld. Right. He is richer than everybody because <laughs> he fought the grain when everything changed up, when people were... every Everybody in every genre or something did these things. Mm-hmm. And you see these people in the staples. Jay-Z. Jay-Z was like, I could probably hoe out and do a bunch of stuff. Let me just continue to fight to just stay regular. Yeah. They're going to call me boring for a while. Mm-hmm. They're going to say I'm... I'm washed up. They're going to say whatever. I'm going to just keep on my one, two. People saying J. Cole bowling right, born right now. You got to realize the real always come back. Yeah. All he got to do is keep doing that. Kendrick going to be like, hey, man, y'all thought y'all had a pop album. No. <laughs> to Pimp a Butterfly 2 coming out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep doing this because I realize what's going to keep me alive. Y'all think this Scorpion album by Drake ain't going to be oh, yeah. the Drake that we've been looking for? You thought Views was forever? He don't want to go nowhere. You know no, what I'm saying? No, 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 man. Come on now. Like, and we're talking, I just named the biggest people out mm-hmm. here. They realize that they're where they're at to the point to where they set the standard, right? So they set the standard being themselves. And then you got all these people under them who have to emulate them, try to emulate the lit parts of them. Yeah. And it looks like hollow shells. It looks fake. Think of all the people who grew up. Little Pump, you got to realize when Future first dropped, same damn time, I'm pretty sure that kid was like in the eighth grade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. They grew up listening to Gucci in and out of jail, you know. Future, you know, maybe the end of Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Like they, The they nonsense. Them, yeah. All and, these kids rap like, uh, man, fuck these bitch ass niggas, I know Tucci, I know stupid, mm-hmm. da, da, da. They don't know nothing about, I rock my head to the side like I paint pictures. No, let's go even deeper. Let's think of what's the gutter gutter joint on dedication uh, to. Oh, yeah, don't get me the line out. <laughs> Man, I'm just just saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they I have no you. idea. They don't know. They know dedication five, six and yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they they know. The drought three? They never heard the drought three? Yeah, they, they know the already out of here, you know, Wayne. And, 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 you know, the thing is, like, these artists, they do have to grow it, and I get it, because if you look back on it, we probably freestyle or rap some stuff that was not up to par to where we're at now. That That's a part of growth. Mm-hmm. I think... The the most important part to the whole thing is like you got to be willing to grow it and you got to be willing to listen too, man. Because people are really trying to like give you gems, but 
you know, you're just too stubborn to, mm-hmm. to, to get those gems. And I've always... I've always seen it, man. Like in music, the people who tend to stick around are the ones who are actually talking about something. Like you don't have to be the best lyricist, but the people that are like are talking about something, they're still around. Even if it's just like whatever the dialogue is. Think about how lit nobody's ever made a song. I'm about to give this out. Y'all can have this too. Nobody's ever made a song about trying a new barber. And coming back mm-hmm. with a washed hairline or <laughs> your haircut ain't up to par as mm-hmm. you usually be. That's never happened. But think about something like that. Lupe Fiasco is famous because he made a song about skating yeah. and being kicked. I just skate. To, no, I'm not lit. I didn't do nothing lit today. Yeah, I, I went outside with my skateboard and I was kicking, pushing around the city. And then all these people resonated with the fact I skate every day. I don't be having nothing to do. Yeah. I'm Security kicked me out of places. <laughs> I'm just out here. Like Lupe Fiasco made a song about having nothing to do, mm-hmm. but he's skating around the city. Kid Cudi, day and night, the lonely st- stoner. Yeah. It's just, I'm just high walking around the city by myself. I mean, it's those things, right, that people connect to. And don't get me wrong, I mean, everybody make music that's for a certain time. Like, we was having this conversation on, on uh, No Buffer podcast, and H, you know, H was talking about. Um, we were talking about Nas and I told him like, you know, man, like I don't want to hear Nas at the club and I'm not even a club guy, but I don't, if a DJ is playing Nas, there's a good chance that that's not going to be a good party that night. Mm -hmm. Like there's no need unless it's his birthday or I'm in Queens at like a gutter gutter club in Queens, like a hole in the wall spot. That's like trying to pay homage. You know what I'm saying? But like, other than that, I'm not on my day to day going to hear Nas in the club unless it's like, you know, maybe Uchiwali. You know, but I say all that to say it's like the artists are like the little pumps and stuff. And truth be told, I don't know one song from Lil Pump. Like, I couldn't tell you. Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Okay, cool. What I don't, y'all don't know is that Lil Pump is 17 and he going to figure out by 21 what everybody's saying and he going to get right. I hope so. I hope so. But I'm listening to what so. you're saying. But like, yeah, no, but I mean, but but the thing is, I can't tell you that that record not hard. That record is hard. That for would be a what, lie to say it's not bad. You know what I'm saying? It's for what it's what it is. Like, am I gonna buy Lil Pump's album and listen to it? Probably not. You know what I mean? That's just not. It makes no sense for me to listen to the album because I'm in the mindset I'm 33, about to be 34 years old. I can't be in the mindset of club 24 seven. That's not me. Now maybe the 18 year old me would be like, Yo, throw that Gucci Gang on. Like the stuff that resonated to me. When I was that age was, of course, the, you know, the, the Never Scared, the the Lil John and the Eastside Boys, the Yin Yang Twins. It's the that was, same music, though. It's the same music. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me, that resonated because that's, I was doing those things at that time. Now, as an older dude with a family, I'm like, I'm not trying to be turned. Make a few buck. Right. I mean, but that was my time that's in college. That's a like, major you know song. That is, that is, that's classic. And Gucci Gang will go down history as a classic record. We don't like Uzi, but uh, Uzi Bird. He actually, I don't, can, I don't put him in them categories because Uzi Bird is fire. Musically, yeah, I, I haven't really dug down. EXO Tour Life is probably gonna go down in history as one of the greatest. Those songs, songs yeah, yeah, it'll be around for a while. That song is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta grow. You still gotta grow into that too, though. You At first, grow. you hear it's like, what is this nonsense? This ain't mm-hmm. a rapper. Good. Let's acknowledge that first. That's mm-hmm. not. Listen to it as just a song. 
Who cares what he looks like? Like, stop looking. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, another yeah. thing, too. Some of these songs are only good when you watch the music video. Mm. But if you listen to it without watching the music video, you're like, what is this shit? But if you watch the video, you're like, all right, yeah. Yeah, they just have This kind of lit. Yeah, this kind of lit. Fun. And that's that's the thing. I, I get I get that part. Like, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, man, get your money. My thing is just, just know that at some point you're going to have to evolve as an artist because you can't do that forever like at some point you're gonna have to change like i'll use this as the perfect example right nelly made a lot of money mm-hmm. a lot of money because he came in sounding like nobody else the the difference is what hurt nelly was he never moved from that nelly gave you five albums of that yeah and he never like we didn't like do we i bet nelly really can rap rap absolutely but he never gave us that he was like oh no i'm about to do this like, How you think he got into the door to be able to do that in the first place? He right. got the record deal off of being able to give you gas. Right. Mind you, he did, though. He just got his check and bounce later, though. He he went over the country. He did a couple country records. Right. And then he just said, I'm I'm very rich. Yeah. I mean, he made the money, and, and he did a lot of brand extensions, like, super early in his career. But when you get a diamond album, you expect you to still be around right now. There's no excuse. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there should have been a play you made to just, to, yeah. Unless you, like, I, I put it like this. I don't think Nelly is saying that, and, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I think Nelly wants to make music, but he's in a space of, like, if I put new music out, will it be accepted? I'll probably look like a washed old man because I'm not Jigger. Right. And I probably, he probably got the money to drop his own project, distribute he could it, do and it, push it. He could definitely, if we could do it, Nelly could do it, and it will be 10 times better. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think, that he doesn't want to make music. I think he's in a place of like, man, if I put this out, what's gonna like? Uh, Do I have cool. a diehard hardcore fan? He, I don't think he's he's kept a fan base that would go that would go to these shows, anyways. Well, I think I think I think they'll go to the shows. It's but, like a Saint Lunatic's twentieth anniversary, maybe. That's about it, bro. Well, I, I think he can, but see, honestly. From what I've seen him on tour, has been the country stuff. Like I haven't seen him do any hip hop stuff. I think I've I've seen the last tour that I see him saw him go on was like opening up for a country, like you know one of the top countries. So he's still like on tour making bread. But I'm talking about if Nelly was to go out on the road right now by himself, I think he'll be able to do like the Tabernacle Run. I don't think Nelly would be able to go out and do arenas mm-hmm. right now, and that's that. And there and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong. But talking about a diamond album, twice to the Tabernacle. We're talking about twice. Yeah, and now you can only do the Tabernacle. Beyonce ain't got one of them albums, but she doing the dome. You see what I'm? And, and that's, a, you made a decision along the way that. How you want it to go. I got you. I got what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. And th- there's like there's nothing wrong with it because I would love to be what Nelly came out in, I don't know, what, t- 2000 or something? It was like 2000. I mean, he, he was in the 2000 run where music videos was popping. He's 18 years in the game and can still tour. That's that's great. But we looking at, we can talk about Jay-Z or Beyonce. They've been in the game for 20 years and they actually can put out an album and people will gravitate towards it and li- that speaks volumes bro like yeah. and i think cole will be that artist i think kendrick 
will be. I think I know Drake will be that artist. Like fifteen years when I can put out an album, and people are still gonna run to it. But then we have Nas, who is one of the greatest of all time, who cannot do that. He can't do that. And there, like you said, there was a decision that he had to make along the way. Where do I? Because Uchi Wallet, there was. I, I, it's on this album. I say I want my wallet on wallet like Uchi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get it. But yeah. He he. There had to have been. It almost sounds crazy. There had to have been a project where you were like, "Dang, Nas, you sold out." Something happened. Something. There no no. There needed to be a project like yeah. that where you listen to it, it's like, "What is this garbage from you, Nas?" That really was the elevation. Yeah. That was yeah, his eight awakes and heartbreak. That was his Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was just like, "What is this nonsense?" Kingdom Come wasn't that fire from Jay Z, but no. show me what you got. Look, that's on that was that American Gangster. No, no, that was that was. Kingdom Come. So, Kingdom, Kingdom. so you hear those records like that, that opened it up for these, the blueprints to, to open up in these different sounds. I, I agree with you 100%. Like, I think at some point, point, and I've heard it on some of the new music that you like, I heard you singing more. You know what okay, I mean? melody. You know, yeah. just to, just jump into space, fill it out. You got to do those things because if you don't do that progression, I don't, I've been, I've been listening to T.I.'s catalog, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to every album even though there's some stuff I like and some stuff I don't like, every album, the flow changed. Mm. Every album. Like, there's there's, there's definitely, if I look at T.I. like the, the I'm Serious T.I., then from I'm Serious Trap Music, Urban Legend, then there's a cutoff period to King. King, he switches his flow up. Legit. You know what I'm saying? And then we get that in T.I. versus T.I.P. And then Paper Trail comes out and there's another. You know what I'm saying? So he has these end marks where it's like, all right, I'm too comfortable. Let me do something different and switch it up. And you, as an artist, you got to be able to do that. Because if you don't, like we go right now and listen to every, Nelly, I hate using Nelly as an example, but this is just the truth. If we go right now and listen to every Nelly album, it doesn't change until we get to Sweatsuit when there's the country album and there's the the regular Nelly, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And then truth be told, the country stuff is just under different instrumentation. He still was always singing. Yeah, he still the same, the same cadence. It's still yeah. the same vibrato. You gave country grammar. Mm-hmm. You just slowed your tempo down as you got older and deliberately did it. Before it was just like, oh, that's kind of cool. If you mm-hmm. want to go and take a ride with me. And then it got to that point over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. But you just realized a different. It's like you knew you could go these different places. Yeah. But you didn't do nothing drastic. Right. We're right. talking about pit bull that only wears suits now. And that's wild to me because I know I remember Pitbull with the braids, like the dirty braids, white tees, baggy jeans. Pitbull only wears suits now. Him and Neo, give me everything. Yeah. Tonight. And Pitbull is the same Pitbull just sitting there doing what he got to do. Same rapping. He rapping the same way he's doing, but not afraid to go different places with it. Get different attention, you know what I mean? And it goes back to everything we started from from the very beginning. When you you said you don't know where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd buy a Prius until the idea of it started to sound crazy. And I right. said, it started off like a joke. Say no cream. The coffee sounded like a joke. I was mm-hmm. with my, my co-worker, and he was like, if you had a coffee, what would you call it? What? Typical div, say no cream. Because huh? I had say no more. The song was yeah, yeah. popping right there. He was like, what you going to call it? Say no cream. And I was like, we laughing, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it. That's what we're going <laughs> to call that. We're going to run with that. So yeah. if if the initial thing is everybody gonna make fun of it or laugh, what hey, does Div do it? I don't mean to cut you off, but I just caught it. Like I legit just caught say no cream. Like you just want it black. Just like, drink it. Just drink it. What? What? Keep it neat, dog. 
mind blown. Mind blown. blown. Mind blown right there. That just happened live on the podcast. I'll be working hard, man. I tell you. To give them layers, man. I said I want my whiskey deep, man. Just oh, say no man. cream. That's that's dope. That's Nothing dope. changes. Same div, new spaces, new avenues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dude, interesting, interesting thing, right? Because we've all had these moments. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to share this moment with you that I had, like this epiphany. One day I was just, I was in this very same room. And it hit me. I went to a fine arts magnet high school. When I was in that fine arts magnet high school, my area of focus was mass media. What did I learn in there? I learned how to shoot video. I learned how to edit video. I learned how to talk on mic. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I, I learned how to put music in video. I learned all of these things. And within that same class, I had a teacher, uh, rest in peace, Mr. Nelson. He also had a store where he would let us run the store. So I, I sold items in the store. You know what I'm saying? All of these things happened at that same high school where I sold CDs. Like, so all of these things happened. And it's just like, yo, I was being set up for success. And as a kid, I didn't realize it. I was just living life. But all of the things that I was doing in high school, I'm legit doing them right now. Like living it out. And it, it, it was on some like, yo, like not even think about it. Everything, like all, all of this stuff right now, like doing it. It, it. It's crazy, bro. Like, so I say all that to say is sometimes we got to look back hmm. to see the spaces that we were in, to see where we are going. Because the appreciation level, especially in this game, is so easy to be like, man, I'm not where I want to be yet. And then you kind of have to just like really look at back and it was just like, bro, that was a time when nobody listened to your music, dude. It was a time when you couldn't even fathom being who you wouldn't know what that look. It don't even, you're exactly the things you wanted to do, mm-hmm. but you didn't even know it would look like it did now. Right. You had no idea what that would feel like. Right. And so right. when you get there, you're like, dang, man, I'm in this space. It was like, what? You're, you, you are exactly who you wanted to be. Or you're getting there, you know, you're, you're doing it. the things, you know what I mean? Like, if you legit went like 20 plus cities, touring off off of your music facts and i mean to put that in perspective right for people to really understand artists go on 30 city tours a year with a major label and you did it independently all off of your music that speaks volumes bro yeah that's my daughter in the background, if y'all do hear that crying. That's her in the background. So Jade is like, she's letting the world know, like, oh, I need to be on the podcast, too. So look, bro, um, I don't know what we're going to title this podcast. I feel like, you know, Say No Cream or... We get, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with something. I just... It's just... It's crazy right now. It's... Because I'm going to be real, you kind of gave me some insight on... That's... Bro, we got to call that God, man. We got to call it that because in it's just connections, man. Yeah. The universe, that stuff's not supposed to happen like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Right. That's how you, That's the, those are like confirmations. Those are little gems, little, little, uh, that we call it divine or universal pat on the backs. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you fine. Yeah, you good to go. Like, just, just sit in it. Just sit in it. Ride the wave. That's it, man. Just sit in Stick it. Stick with your tempo. And just wait. Like, 
Last thing, last thing. But I, I was having this conversation with um, Cheyenne okay. yesterday. Uh, she's one of the co-hosts on, on the uh, podcast. And she was just asking questions on, like, you know, how to get to the next level and how are you able to do all of these things. And we just really got to one of those. I was like, yo, Cheyenne, think about this, right? Real deal. As a kid, were you a Murphy Lee fan? She was like, yeah, I was. Like, I love all of them. Nelly, I was, I was like... You just left a place where you do a show, and after your show goes off, he comes on and do a show. Think about that. As a kid, you looked up to, like, man, you was a huge fan of Murphy Lee. Air Force Ones. What like, the huge fan. And, and now, you legit have a show on the same network, and you rub elbows with this dude every week. Like, put that in, that's like, put that in perspective. Like, forget about all the work that you got to do and all, just like, look at those small victories. Like, if you don't believe you're headed in the right direction, then I don't know what else to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, you are headed in the right direction. You, you're already there. You didn't, you couldn't fathom this stuff as a kid. You didn't know that this was going to happen. These are, these are legit dreams that you had as a kid that you're seeing, like, happen right before your eyes and because you're living in it, it's hard to like realize like yo this is really going down like no bro like you dr you were in victorville cali thinking about man i just want like bro you went to new york bro first yeah. time in new york and the only reason why you were in new york is because of because you rap i didn't have shows i didn't have nothing i had people who had heard my music and was willing to meet me think about that yeah like you legit in a new part of the world because Somebody heard your music. That speaks volume, bro. I remember seeing Sonny NY on 106 and Park. You probably got his number in your phone right now. Literally, I've done like four shows with bro. Just um, that's crazy, right? That that is that is crazy. You're right. Like you have to, right. you really have to, and that doesn't say anything about those people. Everybody paths are are, are different. Like the no, fact that they're still I, that like down them. I don't. I, yeah, mm -mm. but it's like you got to really look at that. Like, really look at it. I grew up as a fan of Outkast, and I had the chance to actually work for Big Boy as an intern. Yeah. Like, what? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that stuff doesn't supposed to happen. You know what I mean? And granted, I don't have anything to do with him now, but at the end of the day, I can say as a kid when I was such and such age that mm -hmm. I know these words word for word, and I can legit tie them together. There's a connection. I interviewed Backbone, and I'm like, bruh, this doesn't even, this is not real, bruh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, take all the BS out of it and, like, just keep it what it is. Like, these are people that you looked up to that you know that they had an impact in your life, and now you're in the same room. So what are we going to be 10 years from now? Think about that. There's somebody looking at you right now thinking, like, man, I just want to be in the spot Div in. <laughs> like, right now, they're thinking about that. 10 years from now, those people probably mess around and work for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I used to dream about, like, man, like, yo, I just wanted to, like, I just, like, I just wanted to help. I remember times, I'll say, I'll take it outside of music. I know we got to wrap up, but this is, how, this is why I don't come here very often mm. to the den and do these podcasts because it always ends up like this. But I did valet. I, I used to work at a print shop from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., mm. and then I would work at valet Immediately after that, from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Mm. So I did valet. I was parking other people's Priuses, Porsches, uh, B.O.B.'s manager. Had a Porsche Camaro. Mm. 
I, I learned how to drive stick in his Porsche at 3 a.m. because <laughs> I would just park it on the driveway because I didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I went and I practiced. I would just go out and like stall out up and down the street until I figured out how to drive. Mm-hmm. I seen him at the 50th anniversary of the Atlanta chapter of the Grammys. We both ordering. He getting like a he getting like a Hennessy. I'm ordering like a Jameson. I look over. I'm like TJ. I gotta tell you this, man. You probably don't remember me, bro. But it's crazy that we here right here. Bob right here. Russ standing right there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm like, I learned how to drive a stick in your Porsche, man. I just gotta get it off my chest that <laughs> this is what happened. He like. Man, at least you ain't like them other motherfuckers who crashed my shit and told me they didn't know what happened. That was a random small thing. Yeah. But I really was bringing it back. I, that was crazy that that happened in the midst of that. Yeah. But uh, really, to go back to it, I every day now I go to a bar. My girl works at this bar. I go to the bar to go pull up, and there's a valet dude sitting there with the same look I had on my face for years. I remember not getting tipped. I remember valeting in nine-degree weather, mm-hmm. rain, you know what I mean, and in the heat. All the all the time, falling asleep, trying to stay awake, writing raps, half of such is life. I remember writing Wednesday mm-hmm. at 3 a.m., you know what I mean? And then something as smooth as outside of music, where we're talking about the lifestyle and how you living. Right. I was like, I can't wait for the day where I could just valet, where I got a car to valet myself, and I could walk up and toss bro $5 because I know what it's like. You know what it's like. F- forget the music. Forget say life. no cream, you know what I mean? Right. Just like... I want my life to look a certain way. I love how people would toss me their keys like it was TV. I got you on the way out. You know what I mean? And forget mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or just like, I'm just the valet. You know, now I know, remember to look people in the eye. Be like, yo, what's good, bro? Mm-hmm. Yo, I got something for you right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I promise you when I come back, I got something for you. And literally having it when I come back. So, then they man, typical div. It is what it is, man. Hey, that's it, man. I think it's probably one of the best interviews y'all gonna hear today. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there and put that energy out in the world straight right up. now. Got to do it, man. So look, it's last name good of the straight out the damn podcast. Um, as always, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work into that dream becomes reality. I'm last name good. He's typical div. We out. Hey. The straight out the damn podcast is powered by the Indie Creative Network.